lowest on something? Wait, are you time. usually the lowest? No way. I'm so nice to everything. <laughs> Except for the movies that we like. <laughs> like, oh, Ninja Turtles that one time? Shut the fuck up, Dustin! It's never gonna let it Welcome go. Welcome back to Action Action, <laughs> the podcast that rates every movie... Ever made. Ever made that has the slightest bit of action in it. We watch them, we put them on our list. It's contentious, but uh, this week we watched John Wick 2. What's up, guys? I'm back. I'm John, by the way. Back with Dustin and James. Dustin, how are you? Oh, pretty good. James? I'm pretty good, too. Yeah. I'm <laughs> guessing James watched... Any, any guys you want to talk about? James, you watched something big this uh, week? Yeah, I watched a little flick called Avengers. Oh. Age of Ultron? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you went back and watched that second one? That's, yeah. Man, is that your favorite? <laughs> totally. I think it, it would be your favorite. It pretty much should have ended loser. there. <laughs> Peaked with that one. That movie sucked. I didn't like that movie. It wasn't very good. Um, Endgame. You watched Endgame. Did you cry? Yeah, I watched Endgame. Uh, cry I like a little baby didn't bitch. Didn't cry. Although there is a moment where it's like, oh man. I had it spoiled for me. Oh, Part shit. of it. Really? Well, you don't care about spoilers. No, I don't care about but spoilers. But I do, so don't say a fucking word. Yo, you haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. Uh, I saw okay, some, so something. So this part where. <laughs> something big was spoiled for me. Because uh-huh. I read like two words in a thing that like, flashed by me was this, like on the internet. Was it the thing that happened after that big thing? Yeah. <laughs> it was the second <laughs> thing that happened. The Moving thing. on. <laughs> um, other than that, I have watched four episodes of Happy. Oh, nice. Second season. Um, it's getting weird. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, Man, when I started watching like the first episode, I just had like a permanent like grin on my face. <laughs> just so much joy. I thought you were gonna say like a hard dick. four episodes in. Is that has he yeah. already taken that weird shit at that point? Yeah, he just <laughs> took that weird shit. <laughs> oh god, uh. <laughs> it's a very amusing show. Is it, a new one, there shouldn't be anyone. Yeah, what do you think about the new season though? It's kind of weird what's happening with Smoothie. Spoiler yeah. alert for Happy Season Two. Yeah, I don't know what... Well, I've only seen four episodes, so I don't know what happens Well, in the, the fact that he's even in it. Right. Um, he's one of the most... But can we just say that he's one of the most disturbing characters that's ever been on TV? <laughs> He'd be up there. That guy's great for like, those kind of roles. He's fantastic. I don't even know his name, but he's in a million things. And he's always like a fucking creeper <laughs> and like a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I've been enjoying the second season quite a bit. Patrick Fischler. If anything, it's even more bananas than the first season. Well, give him credit. His name is yeah, Patrick Fischler. Fischler. And he is like one of those amazing... Yeah, he's just one of those guys that you see all the actor. time. Like he's, he's fucking awesome in everything he's in. Yeah. He's always good. I just like the uh, the scene at the Nazi senior zone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. Uh, I love watching... I love seeing Nazis get killed. It's one of those joys, pure joys. It's like a pure joy in my life. Like it's gonna be a time like where it's gonna happen soon in real life. So and it's gonna saying. it's gonna be hard to reckon with the fact that we're actually gonna be watching Nazis get shot in the streets again. Oh, <laughs> but uh, but like like if there's if there's anyone that has like I have less sympathy for in this world, it's fucking Nazis. Fucking you gotta, you gotta pop in and glorious bastards every once in a while Nazis. and watch some. 
Nazis get blown up. I feel like we're at a point where like there's a certain segment of the society that wants Inglorious Bastards to get banned as like a it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair. Like Quentin Tarantino one day is gonna be a fucking hero because like he like stood up against Nazis in a movie. Like pieces of shit. Oh man. Um what did I do? I, well, I've been watching the second season of Killing Eve, which has been pretty good. I just watched the first episode last night. Oh, you did? Yeah. Um, yeah. Eve, uh, she's really going down a, a weird rabbit hole. First episode, I wasn't that hot on. Oh, it gets it gets pretty good. What happens in the first one again? Um, she comes back from Paris. Yeah. Um, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And she gets her job back. Right. She, like, makes dinner for her husband, but she doesn't cook the chicken. Um, and then what's the assassin's name? Um, Villanelle. Villanelle. Um, she, she, spoiler alerts for Eve, uh, for killing Eve season two. Uh, she kills that kid. Oh yeah. Breaks his neck in the hospital. I thought that was all pretty good. That stuff. I thought that was really good. And she's great. She's fantastic. And she escapes and... Uh, right. The second episode, I think, is better. As makes her way. She's making her way to London, I think. Mm. Or something. She's on her way somewhere. Um, and then what? I watched this movie called Scarecrow from, I think, 73, which I had never was never really aware of before. It's a, is it a prequel to uh, Batman Begins? No. <laughs> it's a movie with Al Pacino and Gene Hackman. Where oh, they're, were they in a, in a psych ward? Uh, well, they go to jail. They go to jail. They're in jail. Yeah, for part of it. That's right. Um, and they're just kind of like hobos traveling on the road together. I have no idea yeah. why, but I totally know this movie. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. It wasn't like amaze balls good, but like you know, watching Pacino and Hackman on screen together is. I think I watched definitely worth it. Half of it on like movie channel. I had PVR'd it like months and months ago and I finally got around to watching it. And uh, yeah. What was it? Scarecrow, it's called. Scarecrow. I didn't even know they had done a movie together somehow that totally, totally missed that somehow. But uh, yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Well, I have one huge thing to recommend this week that I loved and mm-hmm. it's a new Netflix sketch comedy show called I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Do you guys know who Tim Robinson is? Yeah. I know the name. Who's that? He did one season of SNL, I think, and then he had a show called Detroiters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to. Cut there was two dudes from yeah, Detroiters. I, right? I just want to cut this part so I can look up the other guys from Detroiters. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. The other guy's the guy from Veep, right? Yeah. Who? Oh, by the way, the new season of that has been really fucking funny. Totally. Um, him as the mayor and stuff. Uh, yeah, so Tim Robinson, he had his own show. Uh, well, he has his own show. But he started a show with with uh, Sam Richardson. Um, I guess they're like longtime collaborators. And mm. Sam Richardson, you would know from uh, he's in Veep. Yeah, but he's been in. I think he's hilarious. He's been in. Uh, yeah, he was he, in that. What was that Christmas movie with everyone? That guy everyone hates now, T.J. Miller. <laughs> Office Christmas Party. I something. like that. I like that movie. <laughs> it was alright. Um, oh, actually, that reminds me. Yeah, anyway, before I, um, let me just figure this out here. Yeah, so, um, Sam Richardson to me is like on a level, like, I don't know, improv, whatever you want to call it, with like, like a Zach Woods from Silicon Valley. 
or Zach Woods is. Oh, which guy is Zach Woods? <laughs> All these like comedians. Yeah, I, he I plays, totally recognize He plays Jared. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love yeah. that guy. So he's like, I don't know. He's they're Yeah, they're both great. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's called I Think You Should Leave on Netflix. It's got some of the funniest. It's, sketch, it's a sketch it's show. It's a sketch show. I think the episodes are only 15 minutes long. Oh, There's like six episodes. Um, and then I watched another movie. Well, then I, ca- I caught up with everything. So I'm all caught up with my, uh, my Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones will be over by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, that's true. So um, That last episode sucked. Yeah, the last episode was fucking shit. Guess which episode it was, people. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm caught up with Barry. 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 Man. The Bar- previous episode of Barry? Barry had, so not Unreal. the last episode, the episode before that. The girl, the little girl? Yes. Was one of my favorite episodes of any TV show of all time. It was great. It was amazing. <laughs> it was uh, so on the same night that Game of Thrones has its biggest fight mm-hmm. of all time, Barry, I think, beat it with its biggest it's fight of all time. It's it's crazy. It's pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Um, yeah, so Barry's really good. Veep is really good. And then I watched a movie. I feel like Veep's kind of rebounding because I think the previous season was kind of, eh. I, Oh, I liked it. It was like, it was still good, but it was like, I felt like it was a little, just not quite as sharp. But this season yeah. feels really sharp to me again. Yeah, the last thing I watched was uh, The House. I watched The House. What is that, The House? The House is a house. Amy Polder uh, Will Ferrell vehicle. Oh, with, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With Jason Manzukis. Right. Yeah, How you know that? what? This movie was fine. Yeah, it was totally fine. <laughs> never, never. If did you're watch that uh, if you're sitting there like half drunk by yourself, because your wife goes to bed, and you're just like gonna watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I uh, I watched a comedy sort of like that too, which was uh, Instant Family, oh, with was, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Rose Byrne. Was, I don't like I don't like Mark Wahlberg. I know you don't like, Mark, but it was it was actually good. It was actually like surprisingly funny and surprisingly. Like touching, oh, <laughs> it's nice. about this couple that decides um, they want to adopt, I and they end up having it, yeah. to adopt like yeah. three kids at the same time. Is it like a we bought a zoo kind of feeling? <laughs> well, it's not. It's not like sentimental it's like not, that. Yeah. Like it, like the jokes actually are still legitimately yeah, like. There's actually jokes. Funny. In the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually funny, but it still does manage to have its heartwarming moments as well. Rose Byrne, like super she, underrated. She's, she's great in she's these comedic roles. crazy underrated. But like, talk about somebody who's just like in a ton of things, like does her, does her thing, doesn't draw a lot of attention to herself, but like kills it every single time. Yeah. Spy. I mean, she was great she's in great that. She's great in Spy. And what was the other one with uh, Seth Rogen? Uh, neighbors. Meet the Neighbors. Yeah, neighbors. Meet the Neighbors. I think it's just Neighbors. Neighbors. That was pretty good too. Meet the Fockers. Sequel, not so much, Can but you, the first one was Could good. you milk me, Dustin? I have nipples. Oh my god, you brought that up a couple episodes ago. Can you milk me, Craig? Is that it? I don't even remember. All right, let's fucking do this movie though. Yeah, we're doing this what? To get ready for three? For for the big action movie of the yeah. year? Action movie of the year. Well, well Avengers. Uh, I guess. I'm pretty sure Avatar. Well no, it got moved to next year. Avatar, Avatar can suck my fucking dick. <laughs> Well, I will never yes. see an Avatar movie. If you guys do Avatar for this podcast, I will not be on it. You pussy! Oh, I'm a you pussy. You know what? Man up and watch uh, fucking uh, Avatar. I I fucking hate Avatar. I'm taking a stand. If we do Avatar, I will record that episode because 
I will rip that movie apart. I, yeah, why don't you watch it in fucking slag? Because it's not. Fucking thing. It's like it's it, 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 there is. I have no joy in this movie. I hate it, it. You don't know. You haven't seen it. No, I don't. No, <laughs> fuck that. I, I don't need you. You will decided, fucking hate this it. This guy's decided. I'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna yeah. say that, never seen the movie. I'm gonna say the same thing that like like my parents or whoever would say like. Oh, like you need to do something to know that it's not good. Like, what do you do? You need to do heroin to know it's not good. And you know what? Maybe I do because yes. I heard heroin's great. It's supposed to feel the amazing. first couple times. So it's not great. Like the this is when you're chasing time. that fucking yeah. high and you can't get it back. To I don't mind. think there's any joy in Avatar. <laughs> And I, I just, um, and if I say this, especially if we watch it now and you can't even see it in 3D, I'm putting, this, <laughs> I'm putting this on the ones and zeros. If I do watch it, I'm stealing that shit because James Cameron ain't getting a goddamn cent from me. <laughs> you know, that's fair enough. No. Fucking Avatar. I have no desire to watch <laughs> that movie. I would rather watch. I would honestly. It's I just straight Avatar right now. This is not a joke. <laughs> zeros. I would, I would rather watch like the last Airbender Avatar movie. Than, than the blue Avatar I never saw movie. that one uh, I've managed to avoid it as I have a, so much love for the cartoon there. I mean Avatar right off the bat plot zero <laughs> yeah. straight rip off yeah. Fern Gully dances with wolves uh-huh. the fuck out of here <laughs> why are we talking about that man we're watching goddamn John Wick we're talking about John Wick chapter 2 this it's movie fault. fucking rules it's pretty damn great goddamn great movie thanks mm. thanks Chad Stechel, Stahelski? Stahelski, you fucking champion of the working class, <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, he, he's the director of the movie. He was also the uh, stunt he coordinator. Was, yeah, but he was a uh, he was Keanu Reeves' stunt double in the Matrix movies. Uh, he should be. Oh, he really? should be. I bet you he's Keanu Reeves' like best man. Keanu Reeves <laughs> ever gets married again. These guys. I hope these guys were best friends. I hope they have like the most amazing platonic relationship. Yeah, I don't know much oh, about. Also, I don't know much about on. chatters other than that. I should say this: if they're in love, I hope I wish the best on them too. <laughs> sure, but I like it better as a platonic relationship where they both have wolves and they sleep <laughs> in the same bed sometimes, and the wolves sleep beside them on the floor. Amazing. How did John Wick even get made? Because it was like a low budget we from should, a writer we that should know this since we covered John Wick one already. I know. I just show. can't remember. Yeah, this well, is too much shit to let's jam just make something up because it's like <laughs> it's just Alex Jones it and just yeah. make some story. Um, up. so what happened was, um, there was a genie, um, <laughs> genie, yeah, it Will was Smith, genie. yeah, it was it wrapped it wrapped the Wild Wild West song, <laughs> and the guy got one wish and they wished to make John Wick. There you go, Keanu. I don't know. I, let me just make something up. I think it had to do with the fact that. The guys made a the, 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 there's two guys who wrote a movie. They were both stunt coordinators, and they wrote it. And I think they got, I think they got Keanu Reeves on board, and I think that just kind of pushed it through. Is this are you making this up or no, is this what you I think, recall? I, I think I recall. <clears throat> I think that's what happened. I think you're making that up because <laughs> I think it's written by just one guy. I thought there was two guys. Well, let's not speculate. <laughs> Let's okay, let's take. Give me the give me the right, rundown, give me, John. Give me a second. You're the you're the. Uh, oh yeah, well, I can give you the rundown the, of what happens in this movie. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You're the you're the one who chose it. So this is a continuation of John Wick, not Chapter One. It was just called John Wick. Um, we all know John Wick. John Wick is a very sensitive man who <laughs> lost Wick. a wife, gained a puppy, 
and then lost the puppy to Theon Greyjoy. Um, <laughs> in a terrible, it was it's not an accident. It was a terrible B and E. Yeah. Um, and his dog got murdered, and uh, he took revenge on Theon. And the full family. The only way you can deal with puppy killers. Yeah. You, you shoot them in the face. You shoot it. You shoot like. You shoot them and everyone they know. 500 in the face. people in the face. <laughs> like he shoots. He shoots so many people in the face. It's crazy. You take them down with a judo throw. And, and then you shoot them in the head at point blank range. Face. And then sometimes <laughs> you shoot them in the face and then shoot somebody else. And then you go back and you shoot that first guy in the face again. Yeah, well, you got to make sure he's dead, right? So anyway, Can't he, have him getting up behind he you. takes down this whole family in the first movie. And then in the second movie, um, Stantoni D'Antonio, Stanton, Santoni, Santino, Santino D'Antonio, um, played by Ricardo Scamorcia. Scamorcia? Um, I mean, I am so Canadian. <laughs> um, he... Uh, he calls in his uh, his chip because right, uh, he had a marker. He had a marker because he is who allowed John Wick to get out in the first place. Because John Wick was out, he got married. He right, and then he got pulled back in. Because but in this world, they have these in this world markers, which means you have made an oath that yeah. if they call the marker in, you have to you're gonna have to yeah, do and, something and for them. We talked about this, I believe, in the first podcast. Um, I assume because I never listened to it because I would never do such a thing, but. Um, like it's this really like there's like this lore it's like it's like this comic book lore yeah and i that's one of the things i like about this second one a lot is that it really expands on that feeling yeah. and the world building uh you know it's really really fun this universe kind of it's really fun and like and i know there is some criticism out there because like i don't know i've heard people say stuff like oh yeah like it's like every other person in Manhattan is a, an assassin. Right. It's like, yeah, yeah. fucking shut the fuck up. This movie's <laughs> cool as fuck. Well, it's because it's more like a comic book. It is. And it's like, it's like this movie graphic is... graphic novel. Yeah, it's more like a comic book. Like, it's a, it's just a, it's a straight up graphic novel. It's, it's whatever. It's, it's fiction. It's fantasy. It's, yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like Russian ballet with guns. Like... It's not supposed to be exactly the real world, you know. No, of course like, not. They're they're obviously creating a sort of mythology thing. Now. Yeah, you have to watch these movies the same way that you would watch a a Marvel movie. Um, you have to watch this movie the same way. Yeah, that if you, only they shot. Well, you'd have in the to watch the, the time in Yeah, you'd have to watch this movie. Unlike, so I can't compare it to a DC movie because why would you watch that? Um, <laughs> so <they> slightly improving. <laughs> it's like Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Except with people getting shot in the face. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Except for Mission Impossible has the greater fiction that the government is actually out to do some kind of good. And <laughs> this movie lays it out a lot better where it's just like, no, there's people out for their own self-interest. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, so the guy calls in the marker and then he has to do this job, which is to, to assassinate his the guy's own, his own sister. sister. Um, so John Wick does his job. And, and then, then they try to kill him. And then uh, San, Santino D'Antonio turns against him says he has to avenge his sister <laughs> yeah. and John Wick loses his fucking mind like it like kills a lot of people his mind breaks the plague. yeah yeah he's intense his mind breaks in this moment like he does this thing he doesn't want to do and then he's like 
Yeah, the guy forced him out of retirement. Yeah, I'm going to come back. I'm going to do this. And then he does... Like, he lit... Like, there's, like, this whole, like, hell or high water. Yeah. Or, like, I'm going to move heaven and earth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, John Wick, like, literally does that to the extent that you can do that in um, in a world to kill... In a world. This guy. And then he kills him, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like he's he's the boogeyman, right? He's the Baba Yaga. Like everywhere he goes, they're like, John, what? What are you doing? You working again, John? You working again, John? Is it it the first movie where he's like, everyone keeps asking me if I'm back? Yeah, that's the first one, right? Yeah. In this one, I'm thinking I'm back. In this one, he says something similar. He says something very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Near the end, when they're in the mirror joint, he says something about yeah. You wanted me back, and now I'm back. So, so we're to believe this takes place in, let's say, the course of maybe three weeks. Yeah, like uh, the if, first, if the first movie oh, and the oh, second and the, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like all together, we're t- we're talking <laughs> like a, a like like half a May. <laughs> and I'm I guessing think, the third I I read, movie. I think is I read that there's be. supposed to be like a week or two between the end of the first movie and the beginning of this movie. That makes it so much better. Like mm-hmm. to me, like for me, that, that makes it like I love this accelerated like storyline, this accelerated like like plot line. It's all happening very. I want it to happen really fast. I want I want this to not be a movie. I want this to be a comic book that's brought to life. And I know that like, we're gonna probably. Well, it, it keep, is, even though it's not based on a, a comic book. That's no, what it feels like. I don't right? think that they even initially intended it to be. It it feels a lot like it that. does. Yeah. I think that they made a movie based on just like. What would it be like if stuntmen well, made a movie? Yes, it was like, you know, these guys are making the action movie they want to see as stunt guys, right? Like, and we're all reaping the benefits of it. I'm like, maybe this is something that should happen more often. Yeah, I think that they definitely understand quite well. They understand back, what action, well, is, what makes action exciting. Well, and, and also they've, they've, they understand the lore of their own creation. Like, they've created a world and for... For better or worse, they've created this lore around it, and they are sticking to the lore. Now, whether they can do that for three whole movies, well, we'll find out soon. And hopefully. a TV show. I mean, it's not—it's not written by a TV show. by a stuntman, though, written. or written by a stuntman. It's written by this guy, Derek Colstead. Yeah, Colstead. Yeah. Um, who wrote nothing much prior to this? Nothing at all. Well, he wrote some stuff, but... Like video games? Is that what it said there? Yeah, okay, so he just did some kind of small shorts. He'd written some shorts only before this. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he, so, had a, he had a connection with the stunt people. Like he, he wrote it pretty quick, and then he started shopping it around, and then... It, somebody wanted it and just snapped it up right away? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe uh, maybe I'm totally wrong. I, I, I thought I, thought I heard... Di- I know the director guy was, yeah. was a stunt I guy. thought that they had a connection, like they came from the same kind of world or whatever. But maybe, hey, maybe we're, I'm totally wrong. Yeah, but I mean, the director guy definitely is a stunt, the Stahelski guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think the other thing I like about this one, I don't know if I would say I like it better. I think when it first came out, I felt like I liked this one better, which wasn't exactly a popular opinion. But oh. uh, they're probably about equal to me. But the one of the things I do like better about this one is um, 
the locate, you know, obviously they have a bigger budget because the first one was a success. Yeah. So the locations are like nicer. The set pieces are bigger. Um, it just like the action scenes are just more detailed. Uh, like that whole catacombs shootout that he has. The catacombs shootout. After he kills yeah. the sister, and then he gets in that awesome hand-to-hand fight with Common, and they roll down those stairs and shit. Oh, yeah, and like, Common is really good in this movie. He is. He's good. He, he doesn't die though. No, he doesn't die. No, I think he's going to He leaves that knife in him. He stabs it into his aorta. Which is just what happened he did to Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and like the, 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 battery. oh yeah, the neck. Well, except that was a neck thing. Yeah. He let him, it yeah. was a similar situation he said, yeah, where he let, him, yeah, yeah, he let so, him live. So like, I think that this is going to all come back. I think this is like, this is like world building, like building on top of like things. Right. Um, he does the same knife stab at the very end of the movie to, to the, uh, Ruby Rose's character, Ruby Rose. Aries, but, uh, does not do her the courtesy of leaving the no. knife in the he's like fuck this bitch yeah. you fucking deaf bitch who is she like what else is she in oh she's in lots of stuff and and she's not that great she's she, like a you know what she is she's a fucking haircut <laughs> yeah you know what she reminds me of she Justin reminds Bieber? yeah she yeah. reminds me of <laughs> the Justin SNL Bieber. version of Justin yeah. Bieber. She's a fucking haircut. She's a pretty haircut that is all She's in a, a lot of action in tons of stuff. Movies, she's like, in Fast and the Furious. No, not Fast no, and Furious. She was in, in the, Triple she X. She was in the last Triple X movie. Oh, okay. She was in the most recent, like the last Resident Evil movie. And she was in this movie all in the same year, I think. <laughs> she's not good. She's well, just there. She was, she was okay on uh, Orange is the New Black. But, okay, but people but just find her, her in movies. She, she doesn't seem like they don't. People aren't relying on her as a no actor so much as like a, a presence. I, think, I guess I think so. She, like she has today. a look. She's gonna salty, be. Apparently. She's gonna be Batwoman. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you know what though? That'd I'd be interested. That, to I'd, I'd, I'll still watch it. I just don't think that, she has a lot of praise because of the way. Honestly, all of her praise is because of the way she looks and the fact she's a lesbian. Right, and or she has, bisexual she has a, or whatever. She has a good look. She has, she has a really good look, um, but like, but no one's ever talking about like what she actually does, and I think that sucks. Oh, she was in the Meg too, wasn't she? Was she in the? Yeah, room? I'm pretty sure she was. And that kind of sucks because it's like, yeah. why would you want to be just talked about for your sexuality and for your looks? Right, like she's an actress. Well, hopefully she gets to do something with the Batwoman role. And, yeah, and that's true, and I'm, I, I think that's going to be really good. I just think that she doesn't. Do anything so far, she hasn't necessarily proven herself as an actor. Also, why not just hire a fucking deaf person? Yeah, well, like, well, because she, she has the, like a look. But like are there no? She and didn't we have to, do anything. There's one thing we have to did. admit about these John Wick movies is that a lot of it is aesthetics. Aesthetics, the style. Yeah. How does it look? How does it? It's feel, true. right? But like, I think that's where you like run into some problems. Um, I think you also kind of run into some of those problems in these movies when it comes to like stunt casting, when it comes to like Lawrence Fisher and being the Bowery King. I like, thought that was fun. <laughs> it's, it's super yeah. fun. Like it's super There's fun. There's even like some it little kind of matrixy jokes in there. A little totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know. Does it have to be him? He's like, we haven't seen each other in years. <laughs> yeah. When you uh, think does it, it have to be him? No, but I mean, I don't think it takes away from the movie. No, it doesn't. But like, well, I was going to say like these two movies actually haven't, pretty crazy cast yeah i mean it's not like they're like the hugest names necessarily but like 
Well, Ian McShane is Winston, the guy that runs the Continental. He's super, but he's... Sharon is played by Lance Reddick. Um, Lance Reddick, one of the... Both big-time HBO actors, right? Well, like, Lance Reddick... But they're not exactly household names. No, Lance Reddick has, like, crossed this line, though, that I never, ever expected hmm. to becoming, like... He's been in how many shows now? He's in tons of stuff. Playing he's, he's, exactly he's, he's, the same... <laughs> character that I guy don't know can, if I'd say he's that exactly guy cannot change the cadence of his like his voice his what like, about? he has a different voice in this movie <laughs> no he pretty much doesn't it's really not that far off from like the way he just normally talks uh, I wouldn't agree with that I agree with you with almost every other role but not the one in this movie he had, or he, Oz he gives himself a little bit of an accent he's got a pretty thick accent in this. he has the same cadence like the same like I don't know to me he plays incredibly stern, yeah, sto- strong, stoic, stoic-looking yeah. black man, mm-hmm. and he does it great. He kills at it. But he, okay. what about that small party he had on Sunny in Philadelphia? That episode that was pretty funny. Do you remember that? Which episode is it was that? Like Frank knew him, and it was like a flashback to when they were hanging out. And it doesn't matter anyway. He's all well. He's also in a show called the um, uh, Corporate. Yeah, Corporate. Yeah. He's also in Corporate. Like he's. That's why I I love him because he just seems to be down for for whatever. Like mm-hmm. I bet you he's got a pretty good sense of humor about himself. Um, did you guys notice Franco Nero in this movie? He was Julius. He was running the other kind of the Continental in Europe. Yes, in, in Italy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, we, he's been on our show before. He was in Django. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was gonna say he's fucking Django. Django. He's the original he, Django. Original, the original Django. Django. Yeah. and he was uh, the bad guy in Die Hard Two. Uh, the South American dictator guy that they bring. Oh, out. really? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh. he's, so he's a he's he's, uh, he's been a frequent guest on our show. <laughs> he's great though, like as like the um, the Italian. Yeah, he's the Italian Ian, Ian McShane. McShane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. Uh, let's talk about some of the fights though. Like we like, I think we like this movie. We like the aesthetic. It like it carries on from the first movie. It uh, it amps it up a bit, almost like you're watching a little bit of a. Um, uh, John Wick, instead of fighting in um, dance clubs, all of a sudden he's fighting in high-end art galleries. Yeah, um, yeah like They do that. He's he's fighting in museums and art galleries, and he's fighting in catacombs. And I think yeah, aesthetically, ruins and stuff. Yeah, yeah aesthetically, he, it does a lot. But look, let's talk about some of the actual fight sequences. Although I like at the beginning how it starts with the gritty John Wick, where. It f- they're in that that's true that warehouse mm-hmm. and people are getting hit by cars and bodies all over the place almost in a comical way where is, that one boss <laughs> is like listening to all this happening right. <laughs> hoping Peter Stormer. Yeah, yeah hoping that it's done is that the guy from from Fargo yeah yeah um is there anything that's more hilarious than oh, I mean there is but then a car like doing a 180 and hitting a guy <laughs> and oh, yeah, the he guy nails that one guy that gets those uh, metal girders or whatever. Holy shit, that's funny. That should be a sport. It looks like it has some serious <laughs> impact, though. That yeah. should be a sport. I like that, though, when the door has like, been knocked off his car, and then he, he gets hit by that other car, and he just kind of like falls out of the car like, right onto the yeah. concrete. And just, it just looks all like really good impact, all that stuff. Yeah, and that's the other thing is about these movies is like we can compare this more to... Um, more to a diehard than we can compare it to like a, especially a Stallone movie, but, or an Arnold movie where we're watching our hero continuously like get beat down. 
Yeah, he's like, pretty battered like, at the end yeah, where like, he's hobbling so like, away. The more, as, the longer the movie goes on, the more injured the hero is to the point where at the very end, he's like limping and trying to run and he can barely run. And doesn't he ever get a, have a bullet wound in his side? Because yeah. he fights that woman yeah. with the violin in that subway uh, tunnel. That's like how she shoots him like point blank, yeah. like against the shirt. And he has those bulletproof clothes that he yeah. got, but it's still like, still it's so close that it, makes him bleed and stuff yeah so like i I, like it makes it harder to believe that he survives everything but i do (laughs) that's why they create this mythology about him like he is this unstoppable killing machine right there is something to be said for this like i mean i i have to believe that it was intentional where it's like okay so he starts out at 100 percent and he ends up at like 25 yeah right and like you're along with him for this journey of like completely like getting beat down it's almost like a video game when like you we've all done it like especially like old nintendo or whatever where like you barely beat the boss Mm -hmm. and you just survive and you make it to the next level and that's sometimes what it feels like and then you go to the next level and then you get like like you get like your (laughs) energy charge back up charge back up (laughs) but like i i think that like he falls into that like we should have a name for that like it can't just be John McClane, but like that John McClane style hero that survives rather than wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's a little different. I feel like, like, I feel like he's so highly skilled and like, that's why he's able to go through like hundreds of people. Still, that takes, you know, a lot out of him because it's just an immense amount of fighting and killing yeah. and all the stuff that he's doing but i do feel like he's supposed to be like you know what john mcclain is just a regular cop and john wick is like I, he's yeah. like a he's like a some sort of you know mythological creature almost like he's I, the baba yaga he's this yeah i do like how the injuries that he does get like you said he's fighting that woman uh the violin player that that is the person that is able to shoot him where like he gets to the end, you know, like that the deaf girl mm-hmm. doesn't really do a whole lot to him. I think she cuts him a little or whatever. But yeah, yeah, but nothing really. He nothing takes major. care of her pretty good. So, but it's like as he goes along, you know, he somebody who is not near at all his equal is able to get a little bit on him. Yeah, right, and part of that's because he's been worn down right right like, exactly yeah but, and what i meant more where the john mcclain where he falls into that is okay no he's not john mcclain but john mcclain i get what you meant like he, he, he takes he it like takes, john mcclain takes, takes out like 20 people on, right yeah like he's like if you leveled up john mcclain right yeah like he's playing bloodborne on like the highest <laughs> le- you know what I mean? yeah, right. right he's still getting hurt like you get good yeah it's, all, it's also like jackie chan too that Jackie Chan was the same way. Yeah. He would get hurt and like barely get through, use everything around him to kill everyone yeah. and then limp yeah. away. And I think right. that like, like the more action movies I watch, the more I'm drawn to characters like this that are like, I find them so much funner where they get hurt. They are, they are vulnerable. Maybe it's just a, it's a product of like our time now. Like it's different. Like as I never watched the action movies of like the eighties and, Stuff right. like that. Like, I never watched Arnold movies. Never really. And when I did watch them, I was like, this is fucking boring. Like, I know exactly what's going to happen. I know, right? but like Arnold movies, we've talked about this before. Arnold movies are like probably one of the only movies where 
it is totally okay and acceptable that he's the Superman. That he is the Superman and nothing can hurt him. Not even a scratch on him at yeah. the end. And be it, like, yeah. And it's true. And <laughs> I buy it. I've, I've even said that too. Like he's the only, I've, I've given up that thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where like when I, when we went into this, like to say that this podcast has not changed me, it would be ridiculous because now I am like, yep. You know what? He gets a pass. Like he's the one guy <laughs> that gets to do that. Like, that's why I always think, I think that's part of the reason I hate Stallone so much. Because Stallone is like, yeah, I can do that too, you know. I can go in there, I can do all this stuff. It's not a big deal. And it's like, no, you can't. You're not Arnold. Well, I think Stallone just doesn't have the charm of Arnold. Like, Arnold, even now, if you watch, you know, he does some of these videos and he's smoking a cigar and talking about how much Trump is a moron and stuff. It's hard not to fucking like him. No, even though I hate (laughs) <laughs> Everything about his politics, pretty much, and like who he is, he's still just a likable person. But he he's also smart. still he also comes across still like even if you his politics you disagree with, he still seems like he's an actual human being. Yeah. Uh, you know, unlike I love that guys. part where he cheated on his wife and then had a baby with his uh, his maid, yeah. his maid, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, that was that was my favorite part. <laughs> that's mean, what I'm saying though. It's like it's not that he's like some perfect guy. But it's still hard not to like him when you see him talking. I like like he has. I like tra- that. He's not perfect, so he fucked his maid and had <laughs> well, a baby. I'm not trying to make an excuse for him fucking his maid. I'm just saying he has a likability to him that still a guy like Stallone doesn't no. have. Stallone, we go, will, oh, we heard a story about Stallone. Fuck him. Stallone, yeah. will, Stallone will never ever have my sympathy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He fucking sucks. I I think one of the only guys. I mean, nowadays would be The Rock. Yeah, that would get close. Maybe, maybe Momoa's getting in. in yeah, there, in that. Uh, I feel like The Rock is like, he's almost a little too good. The Rock is the only reason I think Rock is becoming tiresome for me anyway is that he just makes bad movies. It's just so oh, many. If dude. he was making awesome action movie after awesome action movie and he never got hurt, I'd be okay with it. When's yeah. the last but time he makes, he made a he good makes movie. shitty ones? Yeah, when's the last time he made a good movie? Yeah, Jumanji? I don't know. One of the Fast Eight. <laughs> the last Fast and Furious. I mean, Hob- okay. I gotta admit, Hobbs and Shaw looks pretty. I'm gonna watch yeah, the that, looks, that looks. I'm gonna good. watch the shit out of Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that. On and I do not like the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm just being a dick. Um, okay, so how? Hey, John Wick two. Um, <laughs> hey, John Wick two. Uh, you guys got a f- uh, favorite action sequence in this? Oh man, it's so hard. All of it. Hard to pick one. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> all, to pick all one. of it. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite is the museum. It's about, yeah, it's about an hour and thirty-five minutes in, 30, 33 minutes. It was something like that. Anyway, it's in the museum, and where he just goes to town, and just like <laughs> headshot after kills headshot. everybody, and then he does this slick move at like uh, a minute thirty-six. Where he, um, he he gets his original clip back from... He gets a clip back for the gun he was originally yeah. using. Um, and he does this slick move. Like, and like... This one-handed is why, slide pullback, yeah. And, and this is like, this is like where like there's, there's this thing in me where like I hate guns, right? Like I'm, I'm totally anti-gun, completely, like handgun. Mm-hmm. But like I love guns on this other hand where they're this whole fantasy thing. Like, this is where guns belong to me in, like, movies, right? right? Like, and, like, and this is so much fun. 
I mean, I definitely could see people making the argument that a movie like John Wick fetishizes guns. Uh, you know, like when he goes to the the place in Italy where he's getting f- outfitted, um, and, you know, and it's he's talking about different shotguns and different. Yeah, these I totally Glocks agree with you. But Kimber nineteen and but like that's like saying something fetishizes like swords, mm-hmm. like. They're these things that shouldn't so exist. People aren't running around with swords for the most part. Yeah, like people, but people shouldn't be able to have them. Like, you shouldn't be able to walk. Swords. You shouldn't be able to walk down the street with a fucking razor yeah, sharp you, sword. You can buy swords at like liquidation world. <laughs> you can buy them in the mall. Yeah. Yeah. What's your problem with okay, swords? It's it's, it's coming out again. We're pro swords. It's here. the same way I feel about functioning lightsabers. <laughs> It's they're fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Do you see that woman online? I saw it this week, who does this whole thing with like a light, like a fake lightsaber. No. Oh man, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Like she did this like whole choreographed like fight sequence with a lightsaber. It like. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even like Star Wars. Um, it is hard to pick one. One action sequence action and say this one's the best in the movie that I mean that's that stuff we just watched so awesome I really love the cat- the catacombs sequence I love the catacombs I love how he like sets up yeah he puts all these he puts weapons the in weapons place ahead in of places, time like he knows for his escape route which is really fun and it's really cool to be like oh like we're getting a little peek into like when it comes to fighting he's obvi- like, he's often like a real improv yeah. survivalist where he's like oh you're gonna give me uh Nine bullets for nine million dollars. Cool. I'll survive. No big deal. I'll just take other people's guns. Yeah, he's gonna break a wrist, take another yeah. gun, and keep like, going. Yeah. You don't know how many wrists I can break. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a it is a lot. I well, can break a lot of wrists. I don't think the action really slows down much at all. It's no, just I mean one after, continuous. after the first sequence um, that we talked about. At the beginning, there is a bit of There's a break a where it has to set up what the new plot of this one is. Yeah. But then once he goes to Italy, then from the rest of the movie, it's pretty much practically nonstop. You know what I've noticed in almost all the movies in our top 10 is there's either like no love interest or like barely a love interest. There's definitely no sex scene, sex scenes in the so I don't know if it's just that they just focus so much on the action aspect. Like John Wick is just straight action. Is that true? We're a bunch of non-romantic assholes, I guess. I don't think. <laughs> I, I think that. Let me, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna pull up our top. Okay. Well, Mad Max. No, there's n- there's no romance. John Wick. No, no, but there's. there's oh, well, there's a little romance between uh, the guy that switches sides from. Being on the barely, barely, yeah, but, what, barely. but there is though is there is an incredibly strong female lead. Yeah, but that's not what I'm but saying. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I, but I'm guessing though is is that if you reverse that, is that for every time there is a romantic interest, there's no strong female lead. Uh, possibly. I don't well, know. Okay, so the next one, John Wick. There's yeah, no yeah. I mean, wants, I mean, it's, to... it's predicated on the idea that like no, I his think... what he, he changed his life because of romance, but right. the, the actual romance isn't really in the movie. Like, what about the it's romance? There enough to inform the character, but like, it's not really part of what we're watching, right? Yeah, it, it's kind of like, yeah, you already know this. Okay, we're done. Right. Yeah. Right. We can move on Here's to the, the sketch of yeah, it and then yeah, uh, the Dark Knight. 
Well, yeah, there's, what's there's, her there's, name? So there's a, there's, there's a love triangle in that There's movie. a little bit, but not really. I'd say more than any of these other movies yeah. you've said. Okay, that's that's yeah. Okay, that's Mission the Impossible Fallout. There's more romance. Mission in that Impossible Fallout. Admit, maybe Mission Impossible Fallout. He does what he does because of his. There's love. two female romances, but in, not there ro- no, those really. are, I wouldn't say those are there's romances. The, there's this woman that he loved. I would, who still cares very much about. I'm gonna say, how about this? What if we change the word romance? So there's there's a difference between a romance, love interest, love interest, yeah, a love interest in the way that you would typically think of it, and a true love for another character, right? Yeah, like, but I mean, you'd have to call uh, what's her name in the the last two Mission Impossible's a love interest that she that he works alongside of. What's her? Uh, I can't think of her name now. Catherine Zeta Jones. No, the, Mark the British Ruf- woman. Mark who's Ruffalo. My six agent in the Mark, last two movies. I'm pretty sure it's Mark Ruffalo. Okay, the next one's Logan. Yeah, yeah, he's in love with fucking killing himself. <laughs> right, <laughs> big trouble in Little China. There's a father daughter thing going on in Logan, not a not a romance thing. But I would say okay, no, I would say though that all of these movies have a deep. There's love in them, like but, I said earlier. <laughs> but there's no love interest, like James is saying. Like like Batman, it's like it's not like they a, try to have a little bit of romance in Big Trouble in Little China, but it's pretty minimal. I don't think they do try. I think that they, it's they all, try to have a little thing between I them. I think it's a total joke. A joke? I don't know if I'd say it's a joke. I think it's a total joke. It's a total like it's, this is it, what they don't do it in a typical. Like he leaves at the end and was like, whatever. Like, yeah, it's like I, I'm, a, I'm kind of a dick that no one can stand for long. I'm so. a loner, daughter, a rebel. <laughs> okay, the Matrix. There's love interest. There's but definitely but it's, love interest. There's yeah. two but love interests in that. I think it's more a part of that the, that movie. But maybe that's maybe I'm also I kind of putting the sequels I, into that a little I, bit. I think that I totally agree with James and, and what he's trying to say is that there's not a shitty forced upon love triangle yeah. or love like like in Bloodsport. Like we're gonna fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Show well, have that's, a more, sex scene. that's more about having a sex There's no scene, trashy right? European kind of like, like a real fuck love scene. Thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't have much in that in the way of that in our top. But like, well, I mean, there's something to be said for what I'm saying. I feel like John Wick is is a love. It's a love story between him and his dead wife, and then his dead yeah, dog. But like we say, like that's the basis of him the, and then it's, it's and then the we're impetus. not we're not watching anything about that i know well. i know but what I, what i'm saying is like so the love interest is set up in a way that it's like here's the love interest we can explain it in a couple minutes you know about and this now it's kind done. of thing and now yeah. we're moving on <laughs> you know about this stuff you get it now okay. we're going to show people getting shot in the yeah. face do any of our favorite movies though if we want to get into this past the blackdale test Blackdale. Blackdale. No. Nope. Uh, well, yeah, Ma- uh, Mad Max, Fury Road. Does this movie? Mm, no, because well, yeah, it does. Does it? No, it doesn't have a character. Doesn't have a female character talking to another female character. Yeah, you'd have to run down all the rules for me again with the Blackdale, but um, uh, the Blackdale test a- sometimes as the Mo movie measure or Blackdale rule is a simple test, which means sorry, which names the following three criteria: one. It has to have at least two women in it. Okay, this who, has two two women characters. Who talk to each other about uh, talk yeah. to each other? It's another rule about something besides a man. Yeah, the the two women characters I would argue are are both like strong type characters in this movie, but they don't they don't even interact with each other. No, and that, so that's this is a pass. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure most of these but, movies uh, on the list you know don't what, pass. You know what does pass? 
is uh, Savage Streets. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, Savage Streets. Savage. It does. It passes it does. the bathtub. Yeah, it does. The, the movie doesn't give a fuck. And here's the thing. Let's talk about Savage Streets. I mean, it also has naked shower scenes in it, but yeah. it still does follow the other rules. I, I, and a rape I, scene. I, oh, yeah. That's rough. Um, I do love Savage Streets for how little that movie gives a fuck. That movie is punk rock. Like it <laughs> oh, is it like, is punk rock it to is the like, core. It is like, we're going to fucking do this shit. We're going to make the most boring ass movie <laughs> about rape and, 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 and like revenge murder. And we're going <laughs> to stuff it all into the last like 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, well, is there anything else we need to talk about John Wick too? I, I mean, like we've barely get, talked about it. We talked about pretty much everything in the movie. I mean, I mean, I remember this movie being like not as good as the first one, but then watching it now again, being like, "Yeah, I like this." It's, it's a continued. Yeah, it's just a continuation. A lot of people felt like the story was weaker in this one, and I guess because you're now we're a movie removed from his wife and puppy dog getting killed, but. That's not that strong of a story to begin with. Yeah, so no. for me, I didn't feel like it was like. Why does he that get, you know that much weaker? In this that movie all starts off with him trying to get his car back. Yeah, his car was taken in the first movie, and, and this, so this is a you know he goes back and gets it because he never got it at the end of the first movie. Um, and but, then does um, Scarum. Scaramucci? Scaramucci. Santino? Santino? Yeah. Scaramu- oh, Scaramucci's from Happy. <laughs> uh, he is like, just he just like meets him up in the hotel. He's like, hey, buddy, you remember this? Yeah, thumb- thumbprint. No, he comes to his house. Yeah, he goes to his house. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He like- should have left. He should have gone to Tahiti. <laughs> he barely finishes up getting his car back and then... Uh- can you imagine? Like, where, okay, here's where's John Wick's like wintering. Well, we didn't talk about the end of the movie where he oh, kills yeah. he kills Santino in the Continental, which yeah, is against which is the you're rules. Not allowed to do. And so then Winston has to excommunicate him from the. Uh, there is from some this organization of this whole. You know, John, what did you do? What does he give him at the end? Mm? A head start. Yeah. Okay, when D'Antonio. Uh, earlier on in the movie, mm-hmm. he opens up this like gigantic brooch-looking thing. Yeah, it's like a, it's the coin thing with like the it has the blood. Yeah, he says you're gonna need this. Yeah, and earlier on, it's like it's his like what's the word? Uh, not vig, but like it's like his like you owe me this. I'm calling yeah, him the marker. This. The yeah, marker. Marker. He, um, Winston gives him a marker. Yeah, he takes it to him and says, "Now you have to put your print on it because he completed the task." He's like, you're, uh, "The marker says, has been no." no he, he says, "You're gonna need. You're gonna this. need this." My guess is, it's a new marker. Yeah, he's like, oh, "You're gonna need I this." I like, really that. what's that marker for? Because Ian McShane is Ian McShane his dad? No, no. But like, I'm saying, is do they have something? They they have a respect, I think. Well, I think that there's more than that. Well, maybe we'll see, well we we might find out the in the third one if there's Fucking, some more story. Okay, hold on. What, wasn't the, William Defoe's dad? No, just he was no. just another colleague. Well, Ian McShane murders that bitch in the first movie. Yeah, who broke the rules? Who the broke the rules? Yeah, he doesn't not murder. No, he doesn't, and I think that's because there's a big respect, and that's why he says, "I'm giving you a head start." Like you've got a good. And what does that? Okay, I also don't understand what that means. Does that mean the seven, the nine million dollars is still on? 
I don't no. know. If, I don't know if that particular he says, bounty is, but he now says that he's excommunicated. He says it's open. He so. said. He said now it's going global. Now it's going to the head table. So now it's like. Yeah, that's yeah, the other thing. He killed with, this guy that's part of the head table. What's with all those old ass suicide girls running that fucking call center? Yeah, I think that's funny. They all got like sleeves. Is and it stuff. funny or is it like really lame? No, I didn't think it was lame. <laughs> it just seems like a little I like lame. That, I like that I they have like it. these typewriters and like com- they're like using like Commodore 64s to type on and stuff. The one thing I like about this movie is it just opens up the the world a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think it just kind of fleshes it out a bit more. You start yeah. to get a little bit more a glimpse of what's going on in this weird like hitman. Which is world. why I have the buy-in for the TV show. Right, yeah. I, ho- I hope that'll be good because it could be really awesome. It could be. I like the first how many movies have we ever watched and I'm not saying on this podcast like in general that where we're like the first and second movie are this good and not part of like yeah, Lord not, of the Rings not like a real dip of uh, of quality yeah like I don't know I'm gonna say not very many they've done I mean a really, the Mission really Impossibles stay pretty fucking strong not the first from, and second one. not the first and second but the series movie to movie uh, is pretty consistent yeah, after the after the second one. After the second one. <laughs> yeah. Well, considering I think so the first one was like twenty million dollars budget mm. and the second one was like double that, forty. Oh yeah. Like it wasn't that much. I have no idea what the third one is. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, can I say one person that's in this movie that I absolutely love? Has anybody watched the show Running Wild? Nope. Starring Will Arnett? Mm mm. No. No. Wait, okay. what was it about? So it's a star showing. Sorry, it's a show starring Will Arnett and Carrie Russell. Oh, I did watch that when it was on. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was very brief, right? It was created. It was created by Will Arnett and Mitch Hurwitz. Yeah. Um, the show was fucking hilarious. It's it's a great show. I watched it until it was yeah yeah unceremoniously axed. Yeah. Uh yeah, there's a character in the show called Fahad, played by. Peter, I'm not going to pronounce his name. Oh yeah, yeah, this guy. But he, uh, he should. He's the, he's the 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 tailor, and the arms dealer in Italy. Yes, that's right. He was also in that spy movie that we were talking about. Yes, he he was. He is fantastic, and I wish nothing but the best for him in his career. (laughs) Oh, apparently he's the tick. Oh yeah, in the 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 Amazon Prime show. He's also in Bob's Burgers, The Simpsons. Everyone's on Bob's Burgers. People of Earth. Yo, uh, he's and, one of those guys where you see his face and you're like, oh, yeah, that dude. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious and he's great. And if people in Hollywood could give him... <laughs> give him more. more. Okay, one more thing we'll talk about before the end of this movie. So there's going to be two more things. But one is, um, what do you guys think about... Do you guys know anything about this, the sequel to this? Uh, I mean, I know Halle Berry's in it. Um, Do you guys know yeah, there's the cast? a lot of people yeah. in it. I, I don't know the whole cast. But no, no. I'm I would, th- I'd rather not. You no. don't want to know? No, I was gonna, I'd rather I was have gonna quickly surprises. read the cast. Can I say I'm I'm saying one person? I'm just, okay, son of a bitch. <laughs> Plug your ears, Dustin. Dustin, don't <laughs> listen to this part. <laughs> there is one. There is one Jason Manzukis in this movie. Yeah, oh, I, saw I, that. I, knew, I knew about that. Yeah. They've, yeah, talked, they've talked about it a little on How Did This Get Made. I am so fucking excited about it. Uh, they had Shirley's Theron on recently to talk about Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, and along with Seth Rogen. Yeah. Um, because 
the two of them are in that new movie long shot together and i guess paul and jason or not uh, paul and june also have small parts in that movie oh cool but then jason was the only one who wasn't in the movie and he was like he's like oh oh you guys are on that movie together oh that's, that's cool <laughs> <laughs> and he's like getting all like sad and stuff like he was the only one who wasn't yeah. invited <laughs> and they're like don't feel bad for him he's in fucking john wick three or whatever he's like oh yeah i got my own poster for that no big deal <laughs> he does and they keep bringing that up like he has his own he has a billboard oh really yeah tiktok mr wick that's like that's mm-hmm. the thing from the trailers he says tiktok mr wick nice so i'm so fucking i mean i wish nothing but the best for jason manzoukas i think oh, he's yeah like one of the one of the all-time greats golden god what uh let's rate this movie you guys uh this is one of those ones where i rated it and now i want to go back and obviously change it but i'm not gonna i'm gonna say that my reaction for this movie is a nine and i give it an 8.2 overall yeah my reaction's a nine overall 8.4 uh, my reaction is an 8, and my score ends up being a 7.8. I think because I rated plot low. I gave the plot a 6. Yeah, that's what I gave it. So what's get overall, James? Gets a 8.1. So we're shitting tied with The Raid, The Night Comes for Us, and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oy. Really? Those are three or two. <laughs> you want to say two? Three. three. say two. <sighs> Three bangers. Well, uh, I was gonna. John, um, I mean, how do you choose between John Wick Two and the, the raid, raid or the, the night, night comes, comes for us? Well, to me, it should go in front of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and behind the, the raid and us. the night comes for us. Ooh. I did not have any thoughts about this. I didn't realize it was going to end up there until mm-hmm. just now. Um, it's tough. I mean. Stuff, stuff. <laughs> I just don't think it's. It's not probably as action packed as the raid and night comes for us, but uh, it's pretty close. It's definitely as action packed as the the raid. I just think the raid is one of those movies that is like a milestone movie. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna put it behind those two and ahead of Kiss Kiss. Thank yeah, you. I'm fine with that. Number eleven. That's tight though. That's real tight. I like on any every other day, if you ask me, well, what you know, I might go back and forth on which one is which one I would like better. So that know. means that oh ooh, oh shit, man. So uh, Keanu just he has three in the top eleven now. Keanu, wow, he's the king. Yeah. So he's Matrix got, and both John Wicks. Yeah, in the top eleven. Wonder where where's, where's, where's John Wick three gonna go? Where's Speed? It's not speed, up there. Speed's a little further down. Speed's still still yeah. good, but where where the fuck is Speed's number thirty five now? Thirty five. Yeah. Man, what we, do we? Uh, we've watched a lot of fucking action. Do we know what guys. we're watching next? Well, I picked this one. I know. So, so are we gonna watch? Try and watch. I can't John watch it until I, I can't I can't justify watching it. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I, I'm not gonna be able to watch it this week, so Well then I guess we're gonna have to go back to uh your next choice. Do you remember what you said you were gonna do? I so do. the next movie we're gonna watch is Popeye. Terminator. The original Terminator. Yeah. Number one. Number nice. one. It's a little piss in your mouth. <laughs> what? what? Number number one. <laughs> okay. Terminator. Um, Classic. Yeah. Do your spiel. Do your thing. <laughs> do it. Do it. Say the words. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to Action Action. Uh, please tell a friend. The best way that you can get this podcast out to everybody, uh, the best thing you can do for us uh, is to tell a friend and get them to download it and uh, just steal somebody's phone and subscribe. Um, like us on Instagram and uh, iTunes, Facebook, whatever. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much and we'll see you guys next week.